That's Jamie McCaskill and actor Kali Kōpai from the play He Reo Aroha, written by Jamie, and playwright Media George, a Tawata production. Now, Jamie is a natural on stage, whether it's singing or acting, but he reckons his calling was to head back home to work alongside his whānau in Thames. So, a year ago, he left the thriving theatre community of Wellington for a more laid-back lifestyle, working with Hauraki Women's Refuge, which is where I met up with Jamie for a chat and eventually a tiki tour. It's my hometown, we're at my my work, my mahi kainga at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Thames, does it have a ingwa Māori, Thames? Uh, Hutrini, which was named after one of the, um, what do you call it, pioneers of Thames. His name was Shortland, James Shortland. The transliteration of his name is Hutterini, and that's that's the only really kind of Māori name I know. Or another one they go by is Parawai, which is a suburb of Thames. But I think it used to be called Parawai when um, the iwi were here back in the day. Living in Thames, I haven't lived here since I was 17, and that was totally different experience to what I'm doing now. I was doing a lot of surfing and <laughs> and uh, diving and fishing and all that kind of stuff, but now it's a different kind of kaupapa. I'm more involved in the community, working on making the community a, a safer place and trying to make aware the kind of processes and who we are as Hauraki Māori. What's the population? And give us a, um, a, a geographic lesson in Thames. How big is um, it? How... I think the population would be somewhere around the kind of 8,000 mark. Um, we're surrounded by Tikapa Moana, um, which is the Hauraki Gulf, the Firth of Thames, on Maui's, Maui's playground. When I think of Hauraki, I think of Tikapa. Hence why I name my production company, Tikapa Productions. Uh, we've got quite a few iwi around here. I'm Ngati Tamatera, um, the Marutuahu Confederation. Uh, there's Ngati Maru, Ngati Pukinga. Um, I'm also, the McCaskill Fano comes from Ngati Pu, which is a a hapu out in Hukutaya, and uh, my great-great-great-great-grandfather, Mr McCaskill, married one of the local Māori princesses. They settled out in Hukutaya, and the hapu Ngatipu. Why the move back to Thames? Um, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of things, to be close to whānau. But slowly I've, I've fallen into my grandfather's footsteps without even trying. Or it's um, some calling I had years ago. I was up the Whanganui River. It was quite a spiritual kind of mm. thing. And then um, we were asked what our calling was. And I always thought my calling was to be a famous actor or a, or a writer or whatever like this. But I think my calling was always to do with my whānau. And slowly I just got drawn back. And um, I'm just letting things happen as they go. And things seem to be, you know, coming into place for me within solid solidity within my whānau, yeah. And so we are sitting here at the um, at the premises of Te Whāraki Manawahine or Hauraki. Yep. This yep. is work. This is your, this is, this your is mahi kainga. As hauraki, you hauraki Women's Refuge. <laughs> and so how did you um, get involved in this? Um, Denise Mister, who's um, oh, an old friend of my family's, she just asked me if I wanted to come here and work with the with the refuge and just to do what I what I do, which is kind of theatre or creating within the arts. And um, so she drew up a job description and then we are away. And uh, been sitting alongside Denise and she's been um, coaching me in a kind of professional development kind of way. And um, working alongside um, fantastic wahine. And um, I think the arts is a, is a great way, as Denise 
thinks is a great way to uh, put out there some of the issues that we deal with here. And um, instead of sitting in a room and counselling somebody, maybe it's sometimes it's good for them to see uh, in front of them. And so I understand that you've got a few, um, you're still in the very much the early stages of projects that you want to work with the wahine. My next project is a community theatre piece uh, based on the kaupapa, the impact of colonisation on hauraki Māori and how in turn we're turning it on, our, on ourselves which kind of comes along the domestic violence um, kaupapa. Some, some clients may, may want to be involved. Um, more than likely, I'll be getting um, people from the whole community to get involved, to um, take part in a, in a devising process. A lot of the kind of theatre that's done here is more script-based, uh, American plays, mm. actually... Um, Musicals, musicals, what I grew up with, what's actually inspired me to be an actor. But from what I've learned, I want to bring back here and share um, how to devise a piece of theatre from what comes from the heart and uh, how our stories can create a difference, uh, can create awareness and um, and to really, change, really make people who um, don't mean to be ignorant uh, make them aware of who we are, and mm. also our Māori, educate them on who they are as well. So um, we just talked a little bit about you. Um, although you, you know, that was um, Manawa, uh, your previous play. Um, has that mahi taken a bit of a backseat now that you've you're in a very well low stressful kind of environment now, as opposed to being in Wellington and amongst the theatre. Yeah. Um, I'm still I'm still keeping my finger on the pulse for what happens in Wellington. Uh, Tawata Productions, uh, you know, I'm very close to them. Uh, Manawa, I'm, I've just uh, got seed funding to uh, the first stage from the New Zealand Film Commission to turn it into a film. So I've got a second stage to get through, uh, and then another stage. Hopefully, we get to shoot in it. So I'm furiously writing the, oh, the, the film script for for Manawa. Um, we're still touring Manawa. We're about to go down to Hawke's Bay in um, in um, August, and then party with the aunties. There's a lot of touring uh, at the end of the year. So really, you said that this, you know, Thames is very, you know, soothing for your soul at the moment. So yeah. basically, that's the difference. It's just that you're more relaxed here, but yeah. mahi-wise, yeah. you're very much still. Busy. Yeah, well, I can't disappear totally. <laughs> <laughs> People forget about me. <laughs> okay, Dusty Murray Tahika right now I'm with Jamie McCaskill. We're in his uh, his Hokainga, his uh, backyard, so to speak. We're in Thames. Right here. Right here. Yep. Okay. It's quite old, eh? Yeah. 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 It's it's an old place. It was settled during the during the gold mining times, kind of eighteen early eighteen hundreds. Uh, it was bigger than Auckland at one stage. And so this is the Stamper Battery. This is one of the gold mining kind of... They do gold mine tours and stuff like that. The gold here, there wasn't much panning. It was all vein, vein kind of stuff. So you chipped it out of the rocks. So it wasn't panning for gold. It was a different type of type of gold. But the gold boom didn't, didn't last that long. It kind of came and it went. Yeah, because you say gold, I, I think Waihee. Which yeah. is what an hour or half an hour that way, the other way. But Thames was a gold yeah, mining town. Yeah, Thames, Coromandel, all up the all up the um, Coromandel Peninsula was all gold. You know, and people want to come back here and mine it now, but there's too <laughs> there's too much opposition against it. And um, here in Thames, 
So this is Kurunui Bay. Surfer when you were 17, yeah. well, you know, well, are yeah. you a surfer now or? Uh, not as much as I used to. I'd, li- I'd like to think I am. Is this where you used but... to come out? Jamie? No, no, oh. there's no surf. I used to go over to the other side. If there was a big nor'wester, we'd, we'd surf up the coast a little bit more. But the tide goes out heaps of heaps far. And when I used to work on the fishing boats, do a lot of fishing out here as well. And flounders was good. But um, nah, not not much surfing over this side. All on the other side. Just I just passed a name. Was it Tararu? Tararu, yep. Yeah, this is where I live. Tararu. So you're in the Fano homestead, or? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm in my in my dad's Fano oh, yeah, homestead. Yeah. yeah. Now, dad owns a fish and chip fish shop. Fish and chip shop, yeah. He, he does. It's in the it's in the mall, uh, the Muddy River Fish Shop. <laughs> How long has Dad been doing that for? Well, Dad's done the whole cycle of fish. He's gone from being catching fish to um, to processing fish, and now he's cooking fish. So Aww, he's a he's a fish that's, man. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we're all we're all sea people. Dad brought us up on the boats. My brother's still fishing. My brother's just diving and all that kind of stuff. I'm thinking about Hereo Aroha, yep. the play that you wrote. Yep. Um, obviously, that was um, dealt with real life experiences. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's all based on what I've what I experienced growing up here and and fishing and um, yeah, and a bit of spin, bit of a spin on on uh, on the relationship there. But if you want to uh, pull in just that road there. It's a bit of a swell though, because I know there's a huge low sitting out off the east coast. And look at that, looks good. So, do boats go across across there? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't take long to get across. There. And so, would Dad fish in these parts? Yep, or? we're all fishing, all fishing here, and out there you can see Waiheke Island. Yeah, it's Gee. kind of the faint one. That's Waiheke Island, then it goes out into the kind of Hauraki Gulf. But we're all fishing here, catching flounder, snapper, and gurnard and, and stuff like that, and. Uh, We'd launch from here actually, and take the four-wheel drive and drop the boat in out on the on the point there, and then vroom, all the oh. way over to Waitakaruru, and there's kind of mud flats down at the end of the estuary, because that's what Tikapa is. It's Are just these a huge um, shellfish estuary. collecting places as yeah. well? Like yeah, you can get puppies, oyster, puppies oh. all that kind of stuff. Something that I've introduced Carly to since <laughs> she's been back. We can get some oysters off the rocks. Our quota, though, you know. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Tararu Point. Tararu Point. Yeah. And so this is but this isn't Tikapa Moana. Yep. Oh, yep. this is Tikapa. Sorry, yep, that's Tikapa Moana. We we're that... going to head around to it. right. No, that's it. Because you know, basically, it's just a big estuary. Because it ends right there, and then it goes all the way out to Waiheke Island and opens up into the yes. into the Pacific. Do people come here, Jamie? The locals or tourists come here? Yeah, they have more so over the over the kind of last ten years. But it used to be so quiet living here. You know, over the over the other side, Fagumata, Tairua, Pawanui. The, the kind of the holiday destinations for all the Aucklanders, yeah, the yeah. Big New Year's Eve spots. But um, it's it, Thames has always been called the gateway to the Coromandel. Will be cool to be destination Thames instead <laughs> of the gateway because for all our musos and artists and stuff like that, we get, we miss out because people just come through and get ice cream or get some dad's fish and chips and then cruise on over the flash beaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I grew up, I grew up up there, uh, about twelve k's up, a place called Tipuru. So when you say you grew up where we're going to on there, yeah, it's my old school bus route. <laughs> so is that where Dad lives, or? Uh, that's where my dad 
did live, he moved into Tararu. Um, oh, yep. Years later when my parents broke up. But my, oh, my grandfather had a, always had a special place for Tipuru. And my mum moved there uh, when she was about 19, when I was, when I was born. And, um, yeah, it's quite a very special place to me. And you, where is your marae? Um, uh, in Pairoa. But our marae, Te Pai Ohoraki, used to sit under Moiho, right at the top of the uh, Coromandel Peninsula. And it got moved to Pairoa. The marae got moved? Yeah, the whole marae got moved. Yeah, it actually got moved, the whole thing, and now it's situated in Pairoa. And as a Ngati Tamatera marae. And also in Thames, we've got Matai Fitu, which is um, a place for gazing at the stars. Uh, it's really good for uh, Charles Royal does a great uh, presentation about how Matai Fitu um, ties in with Matariki and why some of the place names around teams are named after stars and after the constellations in the sky and yeah it's in significance to the stars it's easy to tell the, what the wind is I bet you that's a, an easterly wind so you're looking at the waves eh? yeah looking at the but the, the only reason there's waves in here is because there's a big swell over the other side. Ah, okay. Mm. That's the only reason. And then it wraps around the top of the Coromandel Peninsula and then comes into Tikapa. And then they get smaller and smaller as the water gets shallower. This is Whakatete Bay. Yep. Whakatete Bay right now, we're uh, driving into. It's the Whakatete Bay. There's a, um, when we were fishing off here, there's a house on the corner there. and we, It's called Popeyes. Popeyes. Yeah, when I was growing up, there was a Popeye um, statue that was always at the window. And all the fishermen still, it's not there, that statue now, but all the fishermen still refer to that corner as Popeyes. Oh, no. It's like, I'm just setting my nets off Popeyes. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, okay, sweet, I'll sit outside you at Popeyes. <laughs> we see all the oysters on the rocks. Are these areas still, you know, abundant in Kaimwana, would yeah. you think? Yeah, very abundant. Yeah. Very, very abundant. I don't know how many how many people come down here and from out of town come and get oysters. You know, it's mostly locals come down and yeah. have their share. There's a lot. There's a lot of it. And um, Ngari Bay up here, this is where I go and get my oysters, good sized ones. Yep. Urea is the tunny file here from here. He's um, and also he goes up to Waihi, up the Ohinemuri River. And Ureya actually brought the waka and Tainui waka in, into the gulf and they settled just across there, just outside of Tamaki, where the, where the Tamaki iwi are. And um, he was so loved, Ureya, because he, he was such a lovely uh, tanifa. Like a kaitiaki. Yeah, he was, he's a kaitiaki of, of here. And that these these iwi over the other side there were jealous of um, our hauraki iwi. They're jealous that we had such a great tanifa. So they sent um, a couple of people over over here to meet Ureya and kind of coax him back over to to Tamaki, have a bit of a hakiri and you know celebrate who he is. And what they did, they because um, the tide goes out quite far in Tikapa, they coaxed him into a little little fare. And then they closed all the doors, and then when the tide went out, Uriya was stuck on the mud, and then they killed him. Because he was so great and so likeable. Mm. So he's our kaitiaki, but the two kaitiaki of Tikapa is Apatiki, 
uh, a flounder and a cody log. And the Pātiki is our, our bad omen. If you see that out in the water, the white, the white uh, flounder, he's a bad, that's a bad omen. But if you see a cody log just floating in, in Tikapa, that's your, that's your good omen. So you will catch fish and you're not going to drown. <laughs> who, yeah. to, who told you that? Um, it's in my, uh, my grandfather told me stories about Tanifa. It's also in my grandfather's book, Te Takotoa Te Whenua o Hauraki, which he wrote with Charles Royal. Was your kuro a bit of a historian? Yeah, or just, yeah, he was, yeah. A, he was a historian. Surveyor by trade, but he, he was all about the history. So this is Tipuru, this is where I grew up. I love this place. Man, they're just short, sharp, quick ingwa Māori, eh? Tipuru. You know, um... Tararu. 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 Uh, the tapu was up the further, Waumu. This is, where, this is that was my family homestead. It's my family land there. Whoa. That's where I grew up from when I was a baby, but the house is, house is gone. House is gone now. Yes, yeah, very beachy, seaside-y feel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got some pretty some homes that have got some pretty lovely views, eh, to them one. Yeah. Um, and this is the Boomerang store. This is where I used to hang out. <laughs> and we used to sit outside here and just sit and just watch cars go past and sometimes wave. <laughs> I used to live down to Puru Creek Road till I was 17. And this is the old Boomerang store and the camping ground. We'll wait for girls to come on holiday and say hello, really. <laughs> so you'd catch a bus from here into town? Into town, yeah, from there. From the shop there. So school's down. Oh no. This is where. Yes, yeah, school's. My school's up here, but this is the road where I used to live on. This is the creek that I used to swim in. Man, I'm getting all emotional. Sentimental. I know there's cliffs. Does the creek water level come up? Yeah, and down? that's oh, why yeah. there's big banks here. Like that didn't used to be there when I was growing up. But yeah. that house there, we used to get flooded all the time. Yeah, and this would just come up and come over. And <laughs> dad used to <laughs> dad used to park his boat here. And then one time we got flooded. Cyclone Bola. What was? Yeah, I remember Cyclone uh, Bola. Dad's boat was way down in somebody else's um, somebody else's house. So yeah. Man, you could just go out of your house and just jump in the yeah. literally jump in the lake or yeah. jump in the river in the stream. Yeah, yeah, it's right there. So um, we were allowed to play on the beach at lunchtime. I'm not sure. All, how everything is these days but we used to come at lunchtime we'll go out and we'll just walk out here and we'll take a net out and we'll go and catch fish at lunchtime just pull in, just drag a net out here and then just pull the net in and then we'll have some fish so as Jamie talks about his hometown it's obvious that he's comfortable being back there and in his writing Thames Te Kapamwana the place the people has inspired his work if I, yeah, I'll put the most hard into writing what I know about, I think. Does it ever, is it a writer's thought about the people or the situations that you write about that they'll see something of yours and like, oh my gosh, that's so from Te Puru. I think it's just the fishing thing. There seems to be a bit of a theme in my plays, fishing. Everybody, somebody's fishing somewhere in my, in my, in my pieces. Uh, it's fishing. I can't think of any sayings or any kind of isms, isms that we have growing up here. Uh, I, I don't know how long I'll be in Thames for. Um, Carly, my partner, loves it here, so I'm happy as long as she's happy. If she gets itchy feet to go to go up to Auckland or to head down to Invercargill, maybe we'll start a family here. Who knows? Who knows? Kia ora, what a life, eh? Jamie McCaskill, nor Ngati Tamatera. For pictures of my visit and to listen to the podcast of tonight's show, head to radioNZ.co.nz forward slash Tiahika.